Hey guys, you are listening to English Made Simple. This is episode number 56, numero 56. Hello, hello, hello from sunny Melbourne. Today is scorching high temperatures of 30 degrees in Melbourne. It's like being in a hot oven. Hot as hell, you know, that's pretty hot. Thank you for joining me. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net. And uh, most importantly, you are my raving fans who are action takers and who are really genuinely interested in learning English. Thanks for listening to me ramble every week. Radio. So before we start this show, I'd like to send a special hello to... A listener from India called Suresh, another raving fan of English Made Simple. Thank you for your kind words, Suresh, and keep listening. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends because sharing is caring. Hey, doesn't India normally have scorching temperatures during summer? I've got friends from India and they say it gets pretty hot there too. So, in my previous episode, number 55, I promised to talk about dynamic verbs. This is um, just a fancy schmancy phrase for action verbs, okay? Dynamic or action verbs. You can recognize these verbs because they have an ing ending. They have that ing sound at the end. I-N-G. That's how we spell it. I-N-G. Ing. <laughs> so, guys... It's important in English that we pronounce the last syllable of each word. Sometimes when people speak fast or speak uh, with slang, modismo, they will drop that G sound, G sound. So it doesn't sound like ing, but sounds like in. The difference in the sound uh, in these two endings, ing and in, is very minor and You don't really hear it sometimes. So, for example, today I will be speaking to you about such and such. When we write this in an email or similar, you would replace the last letter G with an apostrophe sign. That little comma sign above um, the last uh, letter. Speaking or speaking. Huh? Personally, I prefer to pronounce every syllable so that it sounds clearer. I recommend you start doing the same. Pronounce the ing at the end of the word until you feel comfortable using it. So that was a quick tip in pronunciation of ing. I feel like singing this word. Ing, 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 ing. <laughs> so today, guys, we are going to talk about dynamic verbs. I hope I didn't bore you in my last episode. It's, uh, it's quite an intense topic, stative and dynamic verbs. Uh, only with practice you will get to learn these verbs fully and um, you will get to understand their meaning. All I want to do here is introduce you to stative and dynamic verbs. And uh, if you are keen or if you are interested in learning more, you could go ahead and do some further research. I don't want to overwhelm you in this episode. There are heaps of books out there to help you out. Now, did you know that there are actually more dynamic verbs than stative verbs? That's good news for us. 
That's really good news. It just means there are not many verbs to remember when it comes to stative verbs. Uh, the verbs we learned in episode number 55. Go and check it out if you're new to the show. Right, so dynamic verbs involve verbs like, for example, to be, to eat, to talk, to walk, to dance, to feel, to bring, to take, to buy, and so on. We are familiar with all these verbs, I'm sure. Actually, we are familiar with most of them. Most of these are simple and straightforward. We don't need to go into too much detail here. That's the good news. Dynamic verbs or action verbs are used in the present and past continuous tenses. Another good news, right? We know these tenses. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. We know these present and past continuous tenses. I would like to mention something here. Remember how in the last episode I mentioned an exception, the verb to love. It can be used in dynamic form. I'm loving it. But the verb to love is actually a stative verb. Okay. But when used in dynamic form, it means we want to emphasize something. Okay. I'm loving it. So in this episode, I'll give you a few more verbs that you need to be aware of. These verbs can both be dynamic and stative. In most cases, the meanings are different. As I mentioned in my last episode, uh, there are times when both static and dynamic verbs can mean the same thing. Oh my goodness! Like for example, the word to feel. To feel. It can be both dynamic and static or stative. For example, I am not feeling well. Or I don't feel well. Both mean the same thing. I am not feeling well or I don't feel well mean the same thing. No me siento bien. It means the same thing. Another verb you need to be aware of is to enjoy. Enjoy is a verb of emotion and it is used in a continuous tense most of the time. Okay, You can say, I am enjoying this party. Are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, are you enjoying yourselves? Uh, you can't really say, I enjoy this party, if you're referring to this party, fiesta. I am enjoying this party. I'm really enjoying it. Cool. Those two are kind of an exception to stative and dynamic verbs. Now, I've got two more special verbs for you guys. Two more special verbs to be aware of. The verbs to be and to see. Okay. Ooh. Let's start with the verb to see. Ver. When used in an ing form, ing, it can have different meanings. For example, my friend is seeing Peter. My friend Carolina is seeing Peter. This sentence implies that my friend Carolina is dating. Peter. It doesn't mean that she's physically looking at Peter. It means she's dating him. They are going out together. My friend is seeing Peter. Okay? We're using the verb to see. But in fact, it means to date in this case. 
However, in the following example, I am seeing my doctor next week. Now, this doesn't mean that you are dating your doctor. It doesn't mean that you have a date with your doctor, that you're romantically involved with your doctor. Actually, it means you have an appointment booked with your doctor. When are you seeing your doctor? Oh, I'm seeing my doctor next week. Okay, I've got an appointment with my doctor next week. We can use this uh, word to see. Seeing. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting, guys. This can be really confusing, can it? But uh, don't worry. Be happy. This will all make sense. The more you practice, the easier it gets. Now, the last one. The last verb and one of my favorite verbs. Yes, I have a favorite verb. To be. <laughs> right. I'll give you some expressions that are useful to know. I use them often. I use them quite often and I use them in my previous uh, episodes too. For example, consider these two sentences. We're going to use the verb to be and change it into a dynamic form. Okay. I am being silly. <laughs> Silly is a word that just means ridiculous or stupid. I am being stupid. I'm being silly. This is using the verb to be in ing form, okay? I am being silly. The second example, I am silly. Let's compare two examples. The first one was I am being silly. The second one, I am silly, okay? I am being silly implies that I am being silly at this very moment. I am behaving in a silly way. It's a temporary action. It's to do with my behavior. I am being silly. Mi comportamiento, mi, my behavior. I am being ridiculous. I am being silly. I am being an idiot. You heard me say these things before <laughs> in, the, in previous episodes. So to be can become... A dynamic verb okay but if I say I am silly implies that I'm always silly it's part of my character it could be it could mean anything I look silly I talk silly just means I am silly as a person in general okay <laughs> I am ridiculous as a person in general I think uh, my husband would agree with the, with that statement I am just silly in general <laughs> not temporary <laughs> Now, how was that? Did you learn something new today? Hopefully, you had an aha moment. Or, I didn't know that before. Well, now you do. Excellent. Cool. I think uh, we will finish with all these dynamic and stative verbs. Hopefully, you learned something new today. Did you know there are adjectives that can have an ing ending? And they could be adjectives. Can you think of some adjectives that end with ing, ing? One of my friends asked me the other day, what is an adjective? And I was like, what? You don't know what an adjective is? What? That's just crazy talk. Crazy talk. Oh my goodness. Basics. I don't blame her. She has never attempted to learn another language. So obviously for her, learning grammar in itself is like learning another language. You have to know all these special grammar terms to start making sense of the language. I get that. So now back to you. I'm getting myself distracted here. So can you guys think of some adjectives that end with ing, ing that have that ing sound at the end? 
I used one earlier in today's episode, actually. The new word for you guys, I used the word scorching. Scorching, which means very hot. Example, it could mean a scorching summer. Okay, it's an extremely hot summer, very hot summer. I heard that the past few days um, were a scorcher in Santiago. You can use it as a noun, a scorcher. Tomorrow will be a real scorcher in Melbourne. We're going to have 35 degrees tomorrow. Mm, Not looking forward to that. Here are some adjectives for you guys uh, to think about. Amazing, one. Interesting, exciting, disgusting, asqueroso, disgusting. Boring, overwhelming, understanding. That can be an adjective. That can also be a noun too. My friend is very understanding. Okay, my friend is very understanding. Means very compassionate. She is compassionate. She is understanding. Also, one more example using some of these adjectives. I hope today's episode wasn't too boring for you. I hope it was an interesting episode for you. Mm. I recommend you learn these adjectives. They will come in handy when you do your exams. Usually in uh, English exams, whether you are doing IELTS or TOEFL or FCE in Spain, you will often be asked to describe something or someone. So learn adjectives. That's my tip for you, amigos. Learn these adjectives. And guys, please don't feel disheartened and think, oh, I don't get these steady verbs now. What what does it all mean? Okay, be patient. Please be patient. There is an English saying that goes like this. Practice makes perfect. The more you practice, the better you become. Eventually, the more you practice English, the more of these verbs start to make sense. But for now, just keep your ears and eyes open. In the next episode, which will be our short and sweet episode, I will mention some expressions that use this ing form, ing form, and then you can practice those to help you with pronunciation. How about that? How cool is that? Awesome. Now, before we finish uh, with today's episode, I want to wish a happy birthday to another raving fan, Maria Gabriela. Hopefully, my friend Eduardo didn't ruin the surprise. Maria didn't expect me to send her birthday wishes via my podcast. Hope you had a great day for your birthday, Maria. All the best. Now, guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode. And now, my friends, Elvis has left the building. This episode is coming to an end. The show has come to an end. Have a great week. It's been a pleasure.